Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Cover. I am your host, John Robb, met here by my, of course, colorful co-host, Jeff Bears. Jeff, how you doing? Doing good, John. Hope you're doing well, and I have to say I love moments like this. Oh, that was a good segue into our uh, guest that we're going to have on here today. But first, I want to remind everybody that all of our shows are brought to you by Suspense Magazine, so please make sure you visit suspensemagazine.com. And, of course, don't forget our anthology, Nothing Good Happens After Midnight, with Jeffrey Deaver and Reese Bowen, Heather Graham, John Lasquois, uh, Hank Philippi Ryan, and so many others. Starred Review Publishers Weekly, it's out now, so it's Nothing Good Happens After Midnight, which is a true statement, so get your copy. But today's show, we're very, very excited to bring to you two, uh, I guess you want to say, artists from two different mediums. We are going to have an author, we're going to have an actor. They kind of join together. Anna Gomez and Christopher Palaha are now joined together, and they're writing a book called Moments Like This. And Anna and Christopher, thanks so much for coming on. How are you doing? Thanks for having us. We're doing good. Thank you so much for having us. So this is uh, so Christopher. So you're you're an actor, and you know you've you of course are famous for people who might recognize you in Mystery 101, Hallmark Mystery Channel. That's kind of where our audience is probably going to recognize you. And then Wonder Woman, you were in just recently. But now Anna, you know you're an author. And so you're kind of on another medium. So the two of you kind of get together for moments like this. So give us about kind of that collaboration and tell us a little bit about the book. Anna, do you want to, would you like to start? <laughs> no, why don't you start and I'll just jump in. <laughs> well, I, the, the, here's what I know. I was playing football uh, in the very beginning of this global pandemic that we're all, that we're all enduring and living through. And the whole world is upside down. And I have three boys, and so my boys and I were trying try to do anything to get some fresh air. And I have a neighbor named Javier. And Javier said, I have a friend named Anna who's interested. She's published eight books, and she's interested in having these, these books turned into movies. Would you be open to a Zoom call with her? And I had just hung a shingle out as a producer, and I had two projects that I'm you know, trying to push in from script to film. And, and I was like, yeah, I would love that because anything I can – because – Frankly, I had been told by Hallmark, the best way, if you want to produce stuff, the best way is to bring in IP. Bring us a book. Bring us something that we have that's already there in the world that we can buy and adapt, and we're good to go. And I said, great. I'm going to follow some orders. So Anna and I got on a Zoom call. And Anna, were we wearing – was this the time we were wearing matching shirts, or was that the second yes. phone call? Yes, we were. No, I think it was yeah. the first phone call. But first, before that, though, let me <laughs> tell you that Javier texted me and said, oh, I saw my neighbor, Chris Palaha, and I told him about you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he said, no, he's going to send you an email, and you're going to – you know, he's going he's gonna to get in touch with you. And I've heard that so many times before. So I put the phone down and I just walked away from the phone. I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. Um, and then little did I know the email came like a couple hours after that from Chris. And then um, the Zoom call happened like, what is it, a day after or something. Um, so yeah, it happened, happened pretty, pretty quickly. Quick. Yeah, yeah. And, and what, what even happened? Go ahead. The pandemic. Well, what, what, even yeah. more quickly was – I said, so I said, Nina, and I looked at all, her whole catalog and I saw the books. Uh-huh. And the conversation specifically was movies for Hallmark. And I said, I think all of these are too, not mature, but like the subject matter is a little more, it was about like loss and forgiveness and, and grief and these like really big human, deep, you know, beautiful themes. 
Um, and I said, but if if you ever wanted to collaborate on something, you know, like if you ever just wanted to work on a book that we could take in, we could. I and I just, I mean, I lobbed it was a softball. Like, I mean, I lobbed this thing, not even thinking that she would bite. And she and Anna, what did you say? <laughs> I what said. Well, I said, as a matter of fact, I'm writing a book right now. Did you want to check it out and collaborate with me? And, yeah, and then and so. then and then she added, she's like, it's not, and it's a book of, it's one of five, it's a series. And I said, you got to talk to your husband about this. You got to talk to your people about this. I said, but yes, a hundred percent, we'll do this with you. And um, we kind of made the decision in the first Zoom call, and then we confirmed it that following week, like that was Friday, and we talked again on Monday. And then this really beautiful collaboration began. I mean, it's really been one of the highlights of my artistic career, like of any collaboration I've ever worked on. This has been, and Anna and I have never met. It's all been over Zoom and phone call and text. And here we are, yeah. just talking too, yeah. having seen each other. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's intense. I mean, he was filming in the UK. He he had just left for the UK a few weeks after that, and then um, we would really like make sure that we would talk like an hour and a half every Wednesday or something and just like collaborate on the book and the ideas. And, and I think what you guys don't know is I have a, I have a side, hu- this is a side hustle. Like I've got a full-time job. So it was, it was a matter of just making sure we, we had, you know, we adjusted our schedules. So it worked out really well. I think we all got yeah, some side yeah. hustles, don't we? Yeah, is the CFO of a global, a global advertising company. She's got a, yeah. it's a pretty cool gig, but yeah, we we all do. Yeah. So, well, well I was going to say the time zone difference must have been challenging. Also, since you are learning each other's writing styles and everything, um, talk a bit about your process and how this all went. Well. I guess, do you mind? I'll start, Anna. Is that <laughs> yeah, cool? yeah, you start. Yeah. Well, Anna had already written, so when I joined in... Yeah, real quick, hold on. So, Anna, you have a pen name. Just give that out so people know what you write previously in your pen name, too. Yeah, Please. so I, I, I wrote um, six books as Christine Bray. Um, okay. that was a pen, that's a pen name, and then I decided right. to just use my real name. After after that, okay. So people can find Christine Bray books, and that's you too. Yes, yes. Yeah, I want to make sure I remember that. Okay, sorry, Christopher. Go ahead. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. So Anna had had started the party with, I don't know how many chapters it was, but it was a number of chapters, and which showed our lead character Andy, um, our you know the main character of the story in Chicago and kind of moving towards Hawaii. So I had a pretty nice template of how she wrote and the voice that she was using. And you remember my whole job, my whole life is, is as an actor, like my job is to find people's voices and to speak rhythms and to like find the music and language. So I just started trying to almost mirror her vocabulary, her tempo, her timing. And I, I got to be honest, we had, it was a pretty good match. Like we, it was something like she writes in a way that was very natural for me. To, it was it was a good natural fit, and I think that we're both pretty spoiled by how easy it was. Because yeah. I can imagine that I'm sure other collaborations it wouldn't work out this seamlessly. But it was kind of awesome, and and also it was so clear what my job was, which was my job was to you know take these guys on on moments, and then we started 
not even keeping track of jobs and we just started like it was almost like writer tennis we would just volley these ideas back and forth and pop 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 before we knew it we had a book nice yeah that's so cool well i have to say the characters are great but i the setting is a wonderful tourism ad for hawaii and the vivid imagery is so striking and I immediately felt like I was in Hawaii seeing all these things. Talk to me about vivid imagery, please. Well, that was a lot of that. I mean, Christopher has to get the credit. He I, he lived there. How long did you live there, Chris? It's like a, a year just, and a half? Just the one years? year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah just a year. Um, he was filming yeah. his show. And so he knew so much about the island, like not – you know, I when I started the book, I, I, I obviously was doing a lot of research. So I research normally before I do the book. Um, that, I mean, traveling and seeing things in different cultures has been like a theme of all my stories. So I knew that I would have a lot of research to do. But Chris basically walked in. He had lived there and was telling me about all these things he'd experienced that were not, that you couldn't find in the travel books, you know. Oh, um, the off the beaten path kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah. not just that, the, the rock running. Like, he was like, uh-huh. and you go rock running, and I'm like, what is that? You know, I didn't know what that yeah. was. And, <laughs> and, like, he would, like, he, like, told me what it was, and then I'm like, that needs to go in the book, you know. Um, so there was a lot of that, and I think that's the kind of the main premise of a lot of the readers are saying. It's just, it's just such a very real um, story. Like, it, 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 the backdrop is so real, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. a lot of that is Chris. Yeah. Huh. I have to give him credit for that. <laughs> well, it's sweet. But you know what? Oh, the cool. credit goes back to yeah, to Anna because when you were a new writer like I am, I was putting these little tiny babies on the table. I was like, well, how's this? And Anna, you were so encouraging and so inclusive that it became this really, really rich environment to create. And I think that's where the joy of it was, because I would bring an offering to the table. I'd say, what about this chapter? She's like, oh, my God, I love it. I know exactly where this is going to go. And so this is really, I mean, i, I got to give you credit, Anna, because this is really your world, and I'm just I'm kind of happy to be a part of it for a minute. Well, it's a good journey for both of us. I've never, I rem- do you remember when you first asked about the manuscript? And I like the yeah. And you didn't want to share it. You're like, uh, <laughs> I, like I've never shared a draft with anyone. You yeah. know how like some authors have beta readers and they send. Oh yeah. Books to the oh readers? yeah. I have never had them because I've been very possessive about my writing, and I don't normally send it to people to look at or even read or even my agent until like it's your editor edited. sees it first, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but and he kept saying, "I'm leaving for the UK. Can I read it on the plane?" And I kept going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send it later. I'll send uh-huh. it. I'll send it." And then he's at the airport. He's like, um, "I'm leaving in an hour. Can I please?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." And then finally, I sent it to him. I think he was boarded, and and I'm like, "Okay, I'm sorry, it's late here. Try to download it." And I was secretly hoping he wouldn't be able to download it. Um, I was just, it was, I was just really nervous, you know. Oh about oh, sharing understandable. that. understandable. Understandable. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Now, now, now for this one, I have a question for you because I, I've interviewed, and we've interviewed a lot of screenwriters, and I know Nick Santora, and I had a lot of sit-downs with him and talked with him, and he said something very striking one time was, 
he wrote a book, and it was called 16 Digits, and he said it was very, very challenging because all he's written was screenplays and screenwriting all the time, and he can sit there and write a scene and have a guy walk into a church and, you know, pee in the holy water or something, and you realize that's a bad guy. And he never had to say right. a word of dialogue. He goes, but then... Right. He has to take that scene and write it and make you, as the reader, understand it. So is it difficult for you, and, and how much did Anna help you in saying, okay, but we have to have the reader see this imagination because we can't show it on film? That's a great question. You know, we were, I just wrote a chapter for our new book uh, called Sunrise, and I did something called Head Hopped. And so in one chapter, I went from our, our main girl in this book is called Mele from Melee's head and what she was thinking and then I just basically shifted POV and in the movie world it makes total sense because I'm like yeah well now we're just looking at Adam and so everything that right. Adam does we're going to be inside Adam's head and Anna was like yeah we can't like we can break that up <laughs> we have, but we have to let the reader know that we're no longer we can't just change the narrator's perspective really well we can't right. be inside someone's head and then all of a sudden jump in someone else's head we have to see it from their perspective and i was like okay so we had to switch a little bit up but so there's been a, a few moments like that where there have been some learning curves on mm-hmm. on just rules of the road you know but again like anna's been awesome to be like okay i love so anna, it you had to, we gotta, so anna you had to kind of keep his car on the road huh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he, he keeps me on the other road, which is hey. He likes to drive on the shoulder, and you're like, no, gotta get in a lane, gotta get in a lane. <laughs> he does that on the on the on the other side, where I'm like, is this too much for Hallmark? <laughs> now, and now, Christopher, when you guys when you were kind of thinking and, and doing the book, were you also kind of looking at it and saying, how is this going to portray to the screen? Because I saw an interview that you had done. That, that you had mentioned, you know, hey, you wanted to kind of have a, a decent amount of control on how this book was actually going to be portrayed on screen. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think that anybody, if you're lucky enough to have IP and to come in with a bunch of, like, imagine having a series of books that people just love, and then you walk into a studio and say, listen, I have it. This is, this is the stuff, and this is how we're going to do it. And, we're, and, and beyond that, we're going to adapt it for you into screenplays so that we know because we know what the audience is loving and we know how to tell these stories um it just seems to be it just seems to make a lot of sense to me um the first things first though like people have to read the book and they have to love it and they have to want to read the second one and and we have to fulfill the promise of this of the series but um like i got a buddy jason momoa and who's Aquaman, and we're mm-hmm. kind of fashioning the guy in book four because it would be fun to call him up and be like, hey, man, you get to go film a movie in your home state of Hawaii for six weeks. Uh, oh, with, perfect. You know, like, why don't you come and play? And so, like, so yes, we're very much thinking about it from, uh, like, producer point of view okay. to how do we take this from page to screen and, like you said, um, maintain as much control over the content as possible because, yeah. you know, it's a shifting market today. It used to be you had to go and dance at you know Warner Brothers or Universal, and you got the yes or the no. Now you can you can. There's so many places. So say yes. Yeah, yeah, there really are. Yeah. Well, let's talk about series for a sec, because usually when we talk series, especially when you're dealing with thrillers and suspense, it's the same character through all the books and experiencing all the same issues. I think of Murder 101. Joe Wagner's character, right. you know, right. she stumbles on uh, stuff and drives you nuts all the time. 
Right. Is this is the five books you're talking about as a series? Are they going to be the same characters? Or are they going to be different characters in the same setting? Anna, you want to take this one? I think yeah. I think it's the latter. I think um, <laughs> we introduced really great characters in the first in the first book and introduced them just enough to make people be curious about them and their past and what they've been through. And then we carry that over in the next four books. So it's, it's, I, think, I think the themes are going to be different. And Chris can elaborate because we've already uh-huh. talked about it. <laughs> yeah, and there are, I mean, like we meet Andy and Warren in book one. And then we uh-huh. pick up with Andy and Warren in book two, but then it's almost as if these are very cinematic, and it's almost as if the camera starts on Andy and Warren again, and then it slowly drifts over to these new people who are related and who we've already met. And then we're going to watch their story. And then book three, we're jumping back to a moment in book one again, and then we're going to deep dive into this other person's life and her relationship and her history. And that takes us all the way back to World War Two, and the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor. I mean, it really is beautiful. And then book four is going to be our closest to the, like, Shades of Grey that we're going to get. That's the one with Momoa. As the, we're thinking of Momoa as the guy to play it. Um, and then book five, we're going to have all the characters back. And so if book two is called Sunrise, imagine book five would be called Sunset. So it's a saga. I think Anna said it best, where it's become more like a saga, and we're watching this family of people and how they love and how they learn and how they grow. And we're kind of going on this cool journey with this family. But the place, Hawaii, each book is going to take place on a separate island. Um, and there is a theme in the sense that, that it is about, like, finding, the, finding love. And so it's about how each, like, it's all about love. So each story, each book is about how the key characters fall in love and what that love looks like for them. And you guys actually just got the first scoop on the title of book two. We haven't released it. Oh, nice. Don't worry. Don't worry. Did I just? Did I just? Did I just? No, that's all right. That's all right. Cool. Well, you know, I mean, I'm a publisher, so we know that book titles can change and stuff. Oh yeah, you never know. I forget these things. I don't know these things. There's a whole other world you got to experience with this one, man. (laughs) No, that's great. That's great. Yep. I have to say, uh, one of my favorite uh, characters was Lily, and uh, you can't tell, you know, without spoilers, we can't talk about her, but I just want to say I thought Lily was was a great, great character. Um, since you've got this arc planned for five books, how have you established that? Have you created this giant outline, or are you all just sort of like remembering how all these pieces fall into place? That's uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> we like funny. We wing it. <laughs> oh, you wing it? Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, so, okay, so you're saying that this is kind of more organically written instead of heavily outlined? Yeah, we, we, exactly we know where we want to yeah. go. Okay. Yeah, Chris is, re- you know, we, we talk about ideas, and then let's do this, and then three is this, four is this. And then we just, we just do what um, Christopher said, which is the writer's tennis. We just yeah. wing it. He'll write something, I'll answer it. And then he'll write something, and then I'll write something. Um, that's how we've been doing, you know. And it, really, it, it's a, it, it, it works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really feels a lot like um, improv. 
Like she'll bring something to the table, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even think to go there. Yeah, let's. Yes, and this is what happens next, and then we kind of go off into this other direction, and we do know where we're going in sto- like in the story, like for okay. book two, we know where we're going, and we understand the full character arc, and we know who they are, and we know how they interact, and we know where they end up, and then, and I think, I mean, we've talked about it, but what we didn't know, so what we here's what we did, we we wrote book one not knowing about anything that was going to come after it. And then inside of book one, all these little beautiful seeds sort of took blossom. And we were like, well, let's explore what that one looks like. And, oh, let's go down this path because look what's down at the, waiting for us down there. And so I think if you enjoy book one, then the rest of the saga slash series is just going to be this, like, evolution of surprises. You know, you're going to be like, oh, I love that guy. I remember, I remember reading about them in book one. This is awesome. Now we get to have like a microscope view of their life. And, and so I think it's become very, it's been organic, but the more we obviously talk about it, the more, the more set in stone it's getting. Nice. Oh, that's so cool. Um, usually at this point, um, I would ask you, Chris, if you had further plans to write or even direct in the future. But um, first of all, I want to say I hope there's more uh, Murder 101s coming. But um, I saw that you've got something that you've just directed called Dare to be Greater. Can you talk about that? Well, this is a work in, prog- uh, in, in progress. This is literally something that I'm producing. I've just, um, I am securing funding as we speak. And I'm talking to um, a friend of mine in my hometown, Reno, Nevada. So I'm putting my crew together. And this is sort of a, a thing that's about to happen because um, I don't know if your listeners uh, go to the movies often or if they do. Like, I, I was just in Wonder Woman 1984, mm-hmm. and I'm about to, Anna was referring to a job I did in the U.K., which is Jurassic World 3. And so I, I've got these two big, big, huge movies, and I thought it would be smart business to um, interject a cool independent feature film in the middle of those two things. So I'm doing everything I can to, uh, to make that happen. But I, yeah, it, so it's, um, it's going to be a big undertaking, and I'm, I'm um, excited, but I mean, literally, like I was just, I'm fielding a phone call with a line producer this afternoon, and like it's happening. It's all kind of making its way to the top. Nice. So, so one question, of course, now that we're kind of in this pandemic, you know, Chris, you're probably at home a little more, and, and Anna, of course, is home, you know, writing and, and all the time. So this, her world probably hasn't changed a lot during the pandemic that much. But the question is, is that now, like, if when the books start going, and let's say you're in book three, but then you're off doing something, but then you got that deadline, have you guys talked a little bit about how that might have to work if you're off shooting something and can't really get editing to the book, and she's like, uh, clock's ticking here, got to get this done. Have you guys kind of talked about that challenge that could possibly come up? Um. um. <laughs> or did I just bring it up and you didn't think about it? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about how, how, how Anna's world it has been anything but um, the same since the pandemic hit because she's, <laughs> she's like this yeah. global traveler. She's like, she's been landlocked and I've been the one like sh- moving and shaking and she's like, man, I am so jealous of you. Like, okay. where are you now? And I'm like, sorry, because your work takes you all over the world. But I think yeah. we just dealt with like we just dealt with, I filmed two movies and we did the book. We did book one while I was filming nice. two okay. movies. So we were able to, we're able to do it. I think that, okay. I think that, yeah, like it, it just it works. It's a weird, 
you know, I think if you sit down every day and write an hour and a half, if you can just pound out something every day, true, then true. you can yeah, make yeah. progress. You know, you and, just have to and be Jeff, really and Jeff mentioned your time zone difference. Where are you, where are you at, Anna? What where are you at in New York or? No, I'm in Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Okay, and then Christopher, yeah. are you in LA with me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So am I. And then Jeff's in Seattle. So we got three Pacific Coast people here, and then Chicago. Um, yeah. I, I but, think but when we, you were working we're on that. Clear. Sorry. Go ahead. You were in. You were in London. I was going to say he, you were in London when you were working on this book, though. Is that right, Chris? He was, That's right. Yeah. He yeah. was in London. Yeah. And okay. then he was yeah. in Vancouver. He was everywhere, and I was stuck at home. Very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. L.A. is like, well, I think we finally get to eat outside, they said. But I'm like, who wants to eat outside? It's 50 degrees. Are you kidding yeah, me? It's freezing. It's freezing. Yeah, I'm and taking it's also it. the height of the pandemic, and we're like, now, now we're afraid of oh, yeah, not, Now it's okay? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm freaking confused. Super so confusing. now, but now, Anna, so the book, um, so AnnaGomezBooks.com is the best place to find out about this book, Moments Like This? Yes, yes. And the release date, of course, is March 9th, so when people March hear the 10th. show, they'll be able to buy the book. Is it going to be an audio right away, too, or just print and Kindle? It's no, we're doing audio. It's e-books, and okay. Chris is doing, yeah. We're doing so it'll be in all the forms. Yeah, I'm actually, the, the, the stuff is um, coming to my house on Friday, and we're going to hammer out the audio book. Oh, you're going to be the narrator. I'm going to narrate oh, it, yeah. Nice, oh, nice. that's a little nugget. Not a lot of authors narrate their own books. That's really cool. But you're an actor, too, so, I mean, you have the chops for it. We, yeah, let's hope I don't. You know. Yeah, it's also a new, I've never done a book, so they'll be like, why is he? Why have is you he done voiceover work before? I've done one thing. I've, I, I was the voice of a Toyota commercial once. And, and oh, okay. Yeah, I know how to pull yeah. the pee. I don't have to. I don't have to. Not much different. Toyota book. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, and then, we'll see how and it now, goes. Now, Christopher, uh, ChristopherPalaha.com, is that the best place people to find out about everything that you got going on? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And what social media platforms do you guys use the most, even though you might be on all of them? Instagram. Instagram. Uh-huh. Yeah. You do I more Instagram than anything? Instagram. Yeah. And yeah. you're, Anna, you're Anna Gomez. You're Anna Gomez books on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm and I'm at Polahaha. Polahaha. Okay. Yeah. And I, you guys have links on both of your websites so people can find out about you. But guys, I want to say thank you so much. This has been absolute pleasure to uh, have you guys on to talk to you about this book, moments like this, and and get excited now about you know the series, knowing it's five books. I'm when Jeff brings up series and standalones, I'm the standalone guy because I hate ongoing series that never have an end. But when I know it's five books, I get excited because then I know you're building to a moment that I get to like really grasp my you know really grasp it instead of just yeah. going okay the next book is going to be just like the last one and then the next so you know yeah. Good. Yeah, well, and I hope, each one. I hope yeah, like each that. one can. Yeah. Each one is a standalone, so you can read. You can read two before one. You can read. You know. Right. You can interchange them. So. Probably don't want to read five, the first one, but. Yeah, yeah probably, probably not five. But <laughs> probably yeah. not five, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, plans for four. So that's true. Hey, you got to get in there. So that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, again, we want to thank you guys. It was a pleasure. We want to thank you guys so much for coming on. And, again, wish you nothing but the best. And, everybody, Moments Like This is out March the 9th. And you heard it. Whatever format you want to buy it in, you can get it. So thank you guys, Anna, Christopher. Thank you guys again so much. Thank you Thank so you much for, for having, having us. us. Thank yeah. you.
All right.